We are pressed on every side, yet not crushed, perplexed, yet not to despair, pursued, yet not forsaken, struck down, yet not destroyed. 2 Corinthians 4, 8-9 Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you in a time of great sorrow and confusion. We lift up those who are suffering, grieving, and in fear on all sides of this tragic conflict. Please wrap your arms of comfort and healing around them. Give wisdom and discernment to the leaders involved, that they might seek pathways of peace and resolution. Fill us all with resilience to face the days ahead with empathy and understanding. Help us to empathize with the profound pain felt by others. And these dark hours remind us that even in the valley of the shadow of death, you are with us. Strengthen the resolve of those in conflict with each other and rise up peacemakers in a world that so desperately needs them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Welcome to a breaking news segment of Pray News. We have some news out of Israel. Israel faced one of its broadest invasions in five decades early Saturday morning, October 2nd. Palestinian militants launched a complex and multifaceted assault on southern Israel, causing significant loss of life, capturing Israeli civilians and soldiers, and firing thousands of rockets into Israeli cities. The assault involved the Palestinian militant group Hamas infiltrating Israeli towns and army bases from the Gaza Strip. Thousands of missiles were launched and incredible casualties continue to come in. According to the Israeli military, fighting was ongoing in at least five locations in southern Israel by early evening. Emergency medical services reported at least 100 Israelis killed, while Israel's retaliation led to at least 198 Palestinians killed, as per the Gazan Health Ministry. The multi-pronged assault involved infiltrations into Israeli towns and militant camps, as well as the firing of thousands of rockets towards central and southern Israel. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has declared, We are at war, as his nation's rescue service accounted for the Israeli lives lost. Simultaneously, Gaza's health ministry continues to report additional Palestinian deaths. Nearly 1,700 people were wounded in the conflict. Global and regional reactions to this devastating event vary, but mostly call for an end to the violence. Governments across the Middle East have issued balanced statements recognizing the complexity of the situation. They acknowledge both the U.S. support for Israel's full-scale response to the attack and the public sentiment regarding the suffering of the Palestinians living in Gaza. The United Arab Emirates, Jordan, and Turkey have all called for immediate restraint and ceasefire. Saudi Arabia has emphasized the necessity of peace processes, warning that the lack of one could lead to an explosive situation. Meanwhile, Qatar placed the responsibility for the current escalation solely on Israel, citing ongoing violations of Palestinian rights over the years. The call for peace grows increasingly desperate as both sides endure escalating violence and loss. Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari, the chief spokesperson for the Israeli military, confirmed that hostages have been taken providing another layer of complexity to an already volatile situation. These hostages are, no doubt, meant to act as bargaining chips as Israel mounts a counteroffensive. The attack was notable for its complexity. Militants entered Israel by land, sea, and air, marking some of the first pitched battles between large groups of Israel and Arab forces on Israel soil in decades. At least 22 Israeli towns were affected, with militants abducting both soldiers and civilians. Israel Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu called the country to arms, announcing a military reserve call-up and declaring that we are at war and we will win. 
This attack comes at a crucial juncture for Israel, which has been grappling with societal cohesion and the military's readiness amidst political turmoil. The geopolitical consequences are immense. Questions arise about the intelligence failure on the part of the Israeli administration led by a prime minister whose political platform has been rooted in security. Benjamin Netanyahu's regime has hinged on the promise that he could keep the country safe. This attack tests the resolve of his administration, keeping the rest of the world on edge to watch what happens next. President Biden termed the attacks as an appalling assault, promising to stand with Israel. Other Western powers also criticize Hamas, framing the violence as an attack against the Israeli blockade and as a defense of the Aska Mosque, a site sacred to both Muslims and Jews. A biblical reflection feels necessary, yet difficult to fully apply. God calls us to peace, yet the defense of the Jewish people within Israel also comes to mind. Every country ought to be entitled to self-defense, but when is it good to put down the sword and aim our efforts at peace? Not to mention the Israeli-Palestinian conflict has deep and historical and even biblical roots. The hurt between these two people groups is ancient, and we are heartbroken that even more life has been taken in its wake. In times of conflict, it's crucial to remember the teachings of Christ about peace and reconciliation. Matthew 5, 9 says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. We pray for those sons of God. We pray for those daughters of God to rise up and to be peacemakers in this time. As believers, it's essential to pray for peace, for the comfort of those who have lost loved ones, and for wisdom for leaders to navigate this difficult time. We don't pray for war, and we don't pray for destruction. However, we do recognize that in this time, there's defense that needs to happen. In 2 Corinthians 4, 8-9, Paul writes, We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. As believers, we can hold on to hope that even in these darkest hours, God's love and peace will prevail. This attack serves as a reminder that in our complex world, strife can arise at any moment. As such, we as Christians are called to be vigilant in prayer, balanced in our understanding, and rooted in our commitment to peace, not just in our families and in our workplaces, but our communities, and that trickles up into cities, nations, and the world. We hope in all of this. We pray for peace for the people of Israel. We will continue to give updates on this story as they roll in. Remember to be balanced, reflective, and ever vigilant in prayer during this time. Amen. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Turns out a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit MrsMyers.com today. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. 
Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts.